Good morning, church. I'm feeling a little bit better, but still under quarantine. Uh, pray for Lynn and Samuel, both in the hospital with COVID right now. Uh, we're going to pray and have a message. Lord, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to, to talk to the church and grow. We ask your spirit to guide and lead in all that we're saying. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke chapter 8, starting at verse 1. And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the good tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women were, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, out of whom were seven demons, and Joanna, the wife of Shusa, Herod's servant, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto them out of their substance. And when much people were gathered together, they came unto him every city, and he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow seed, and, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and there was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon the rocks, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it had lacked moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked it. And other fell on good ground, and sprang up and produced a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried to them, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said unto them, It is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others parables are in parables, seeing that they might not see, and hearing they might not hear. Now the parable is this, The seed is the word of God. Those that hear are the wayside are they that hear, and then cometh the devil that takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. On they on the rocks are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and and these of no root, for while they believe, and in time the temptation fall away. And when the and that which fell among the thorns are they which, when they have heard, they go forth and are choked by the cares of this and riches and pleasures of this life and take no fr fruit to perfection but they that on the good ground are they which are honest and of good heart having heard the word and keep it and bring forth fruit unto patience all right here we are with this section here first off jesus is continuing his ministry to to the people it says he came to pass throughout that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the good tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. So at least the t disciples are with him. And we find out as we've gone through many places that it wasn't just the twelve. There were many people that followed Jesus, but the twelve were the ones that he ministered to and poured his heart into. And Jesus is going around all over the Galilee area, preaching in all the little towns and telling them about Jesus. About, about the gospel, and it says there were certain women that followed him, and they ministered unto him. Just want to stop at this for a moment and say Jesus had people ministering to him. Now it wasn't all just sit around waiting for God to to give him his 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 daily daily gifts uh, supplies and everything. He actually had people that took it upon themselves to help him to to reach out and to meet his needs. And when I think about that, you know, this has been one of the things I've really considered. It's real easy when everything's going right to 
consider that God takes care of us. He'll provide all our needs. One of the things that's been a struggle this last uh, two weeks is having COVID and, and not being able to rely on my own self uh, and being forced to say, God, I need you. And I hope th that we will help that. It is real struggle sometimes to follow God when the hard times, and yet those are the days that he shows us that he is really there helping us, guiding us, keeping us, showing us what we need compared to what we think we need. And so we see this whole process of people taking care of Jesus and God reaching out and meeting his needs. And hopefully you're one of those people that are able to just let God touch you and protect you. Now we look here and Jesus at the ground, he told them a story. And this is kind of an interesting thing. We, we read it, you know, in verses four through, through eight, Jesus tells the people a story of a farmer sowing a seed. And it's kind of an interesting thing. It says, you know, some of it was on the wayside and was trod under and the birds ate it. He said some fell on the, on the rocks and it sprang up and it lacked moisture. And he says some, you know, was in the thorns and was choked out. And he said some of it actually fell on the right land and actually produced a hundredfold. And interesting at that is that's where Jesus stopped. He stopped there and he walked away from the crowd. Think for a moment, if you were in that crowd that day, you're wanting to hear a great lesson from the teacher. And all you hear is the story of a farmer planting seed. And, you know, you, you think about this and you're going, well, I know this. I've, I've watched the farmer throwing seed out. I've seen some of it that gets on the on the highway and it gets eaten up by the birds. And some of it is going to end up in the rocks and not grow. And some of it is going to end up in the thorny area around the around the road and not and not grow. And then some gets out in the out in the field and it actually grows and produces a harvest. And you're going, OK, great. What does it all mean? And Jesus did not explain himself to the people. This is something that's very interesting. If you're not ready to hear God's word, you will not understand it. How many people are, have you heard of, or did maybe you were even one of them, before you were saved, nothing in the Bible made any sense because it was not for you to hear. You did not have the Holy Spirit in your life. You did not have God working in you. And everything was, you were not one of his children, and everything did not make any sense. Nothing came out, nothing, nothing followed into decision-making. You read the scriptures and no answers. The people followed Jesus, and there were no answers. They heard the words, but nothing made sense. And this can happen to us. Even as Christians, this can happen to us. If our heart is not in the right place, there's times when we read the scriptures and nothing seems to make any sense because we can only understand the word of God by the Holy Spirit giving us light and enlightening us with the truth. And so we see here the, the disciples end up with the same thing. They get aside with Jesus afterwards and they go, Jesus, what did this parable mean? You know, you told a great story about a farmer. What does it mean? And Jesus answered them in verse 10 and said, Unto you it is to given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but for others in parables, so that seeing they might, might not see and hearing they might not hear. So Jesus said, 
I'm going to tell you what it is because you're going to be the right ones. You're, you're my children. And it says, first off, that the seed is the word of God. Now, this is kind of an interesting statement to it because he's not just saying it's the gospel. He's saying it's the word, the pure, unadulterated word of God that brings life. And so it's, it's all that we're taught, all that we're taught to how to live. And you know, the scripture is not just about salvation. That is a, one of its big features. But it is also our life. It's our living word. It's the living water that's Jesus. It is how we think, how we are to behave, how we are to act. And God gives us all of this to go through. And we see this beauty that he gives us in all of this. And the word is pure and perfect. We, we sing the song from Psalm 19, you know, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are right and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Now, this is the beauty of God's word. It is pure. It is joyful. It is. It brings life. And Jesus said the word is what was being sown into the field. And, you know, the question then is, is who's the farmer? Well, part of it is Jesus at this time, but it's also us. We are to shed the word. We are to share the word with others and listen to him as well. And so he goes, in the first soil that was out there, he goes, is the, is the highway and the byway. And he says, that soil, this word of God, the pure, precious word of God hits, and Satan immediately gets in and snatches it from them before they even have time to, to consider it, for it to germinate, and it is pulled away. Their, their heart and their mind is so rocky that... Satan is right there to to pull it away. Many people are like that. These are the ones that have absolutely no response at all to the Word of God. And their hearts are hard. And we have so many people in this world today that are like that. We have so many people that when you give them the Word of God, they just look at you and, and with blank eyes and maybe even a teasing, laughing spirit and say that they have no belief in it, no way to follow through. And they are sad to watch because their hearts are so hard. He said the next one was the, the rocky soil. The rocky soil, there was always rocky soil next to these fields. And that rocky soil, the seeds get into it and they spring up. And it's very interesting that Jesus says that they sprang up in the in that area but there was no root for them and they said they were heard with joy there are many people who will hear god's word with joy but then forget about it it just doesn't take root there there's still hardness in their heart but at least it got in and then temptations come along and trials come along and the people just say well no i'm not really interested we need to be careful that we never let our hearts get rocky toward God's word. 
But in this particular case for salvation, not, there's nothing there. Their their heart is not as hard as the the walk the the road, but it is still hard soil. No nothing for it to grow. No root to be taken, and the trials of, and tri and, and trial uh, temptation keep them from having it. Even though they've received it with joy, they go, "Wow, I love this message. It's great." Seen that many times in my life where people hear the message, they, they say they're excited about it, and then when everything comes around in their life, they just fall away and nothing ever happens. And then there's the soil that comes in and it hits the thorns and then, and it starts to grow up. The people are excited about it. But rather than follow God, they let the cares of this world, the cares of this life get in and strangle their, the excitement they have on it. They, they care about, as Jesus said, the riches and pleasures of this world and no fruit is produced. That is another sad way people get it, hear the word, they think they've got it, they think they know what they want to do, and then life strangles out the word. They're not willing to be crucified with Christ. They're not willing to let their flesh be, be crucified. All they want to do is if they can't have it their way, they don't want it. And this is important for us to understand that so much out there that this needs to be taken care of. You know, but yet, how much do we want to have things done our way? God, you know, will always make sure that it's done his way. And our way will, will strangle out God's word if we let it. And again, the idea of softening my heart and accepting all that goes on in, in all of this is so important. And then the fourth soil that Jesus talked about was the actual field, the one that was prepared, the heart that was prepared and ready to go. And, and it grows and the word grows in it and changes their life and they produce fruit. Now, this is most often used for talking about getting saved and bringing others to Christ. But I want to turn these three, these uh, four soils into another, another point of view as well. We also have this every time we hear God's word, even as Christians, we have this process of what is our heart soil at that time? Is my heart at the time that I hear whatever it might be, hard and brittle and Satan takes it away before it can actually make growth in my life? Do I have it? Do I hear it with joy and excitement and, and I'm happy to hear God's word, but then I never act on it. I never let it get into my life and I'm just the rocky soil. Am I so busy with this world and everything going on in life that his word does not take root in my life and disappears or does my life get changed when I hear God's word we need to be very careful about this because it is so easy to get wrapped up in our day-to-day -day existence and our existence of what's going on to not let God's word actually change us and his word is powerful it is quick it is going to make changes it will cut deep into the marrow of our life and separate God's ways from our ways and say, I want 
your ways out of the way. I want them crucified. I want them gone. And yet many times, even though it's not salvation issue, we are not the nice, dry, uh, perfect ground for this to grow up in, where the dry rocks or the weeds. And we need to be very careful that we don't let this get into and change our life the, the wrong way. We need to keep our hearts soft. We need to keep it pliable and watered so that when God's word hits it, we are changed and not just get excited. Okay, God, oh, what a message. I love this message, God. It is great. And then have it be totally taken out of our lives because of the hardness on our, on our behalf because we have not followed uh, through. And so we see this whole process coming through uh, and our question for us today is, what kind of soil are you today? Not just through your salvation, but what for today, how are you hearing God's word? Not just this message right now, but all the messages that you hear. I know that many of you in this church listen to, listen to different messages, and we have messages all week long. Even with my COVID, I'm giving shorter messages than normal, but they're needing to be able to say, God, how am I going to respond? Because it is easy to be tested. It is e easy to be having to make decisions and saying, God, how much do I trust you? And we say we trust him. It's so easy to say we trust him. And yet we get into the trials and we get into the fire. And it's hard at that time. And that's when we have to really make a, a follow-up decision to obey God and all that he does. I'm first one to say that I believe God, I trust God, and I do. And yet, it's easy to be able to be tested and tried as well during these hard times. As we go through our trials, let's always remember that God loves us. He cares about us in great ways and wants us to be his children that are loved by him. And he seeks us to follow his word. So church, keep following God, keep seeking, keep your soil of your heart tender and strong for God and keep following him, keep reading the word, keep, keep studying, keep studying to show yourselves a workman and be worthy of God and always, always follow God with all your heart and let him change you and crucify your flesh. Thank you. Amen. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you've done with, with us in the church. We ask you, Lord, to bring back the body together quickly with this COVID problem going cleared. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.